Welcome to the Babe Lounge. I'm your host, B. I'm a high school senior photographer helping build confidence in teens while capturing memorable moments. I cannot get enough seeing my seniors come in and leave their senior photo experience with 10,000 times more confidence than they came in with. If you're a high schooler, finally a senior, just graduated, or even a freshman in college, this podcast is for you. Each week, I and sometimes special guests. We'll be bringing you the tips and resources on all things we wish we knew in high school, as a senior, and even transitioning into college. I'm so excited for you to be here, so let's jump right on into it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with one of my past teachers. It's weird to think that I had her like four years ago, start of four years. I'm not that old, but like four years ago. Um, and now we're here podcasting together. Welcome, Maggie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's I still can't get over like calling teachers by their first names. It is like, weird, isn't it? I know you were like the first person I thought of when it comes to sports in high school, sports in college. And mm-hmm. like you played just it was just basketball, right? In college. Yeah. Okay. I played volleyball for two years in high school and got out of that as soon as I could just wasn't for me (laughs) okay so you didn't I thought you I don't know why but I thought you played basketball throughout the whole eight years yeah I did always played basketball but also played volleyball um but I think I missed one practice one time in the off season for basketball for volleyball and I was mad so I quit oh after the season of course yeah I finished it up but yeah (laughs) so what got you into like basketball in the first place Uh, My family. So I have two older sisters and a younger brother. And my dad played sports. My mom played sports. And my mom didn't play basketball. My dad did. So just kind of one of those things you start on the little kid teams. And I actually played softball first and was in love with that. And then the second I started basketball, everything else was over. I just loved it. Yeah. Did you start freshman year? For basketball? Oh, I think I started when I was like, I don't know, six, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, and then you just threw all high yeah, school. Yeah, always all played. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is so cool. Like, I mean, I sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I started something young, but at the same time, like, I don't think I would have kept up with it. How did yeah. you like, you know, you see like these like big, like Olympic athletes and they're like, oh, I quit because it wasn't fun anymore. How yeah. did you keep that like fun? <laughs> I, it's funny you asked that. Um, I never... I I coach where I teach and I it's hard sometimes for me to relate because I was just always obsessed at one point I played on four teams I'd play eight nine at the same time yeah I'd play not simultaneously but like yeah in the the same season yeah like sometimes in a weekend I'd have games for each team I'd play like eight games a day or nine games a day I, I mean I was just obsessed and no one really had to do anything um to get me that way I think I think what helps is that my parents were very supportive in whatever I wanted to do. They weren't forcing it on me. It was never something that, you know, they're like, go practice. You know, it was always what, what I wanted. Yeah. So a lot of kids, and I've had former athletes who have who have quit because, you know, too much pressure from yeah. outside sources. But um, my parents just kind of supported it, and whatever I wanted to do was fine. And yeah. so it just was a love from the start. Yeah. What did uh, – 
I don't know if this matters, but like, what did you, like, what position did you play? I was a point guard, of course. Okay. Pretty short. Um, <laughs> but yeah, always, I was always a point guard because I was always short. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I know zero about basketball, but for anyone listening, that's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that means you bring the ball down the court. <laughs> okay. That's not what I thought. Yeah. That's not what I thought. Okay. Okay. Fair. Um, yeah. Zero knowledge on sports. That's okay. But yeah. What, when it came to like, you know, I guess, when do you get scouted for, like, colleges? Is it, like, early on or is it, like, senior year? Um, no, it, it'd be before senior. I mean, I just played Division three, so, okay. you know, the lowest of NCAA divisions. Um, I didn't really want to – not that I could have, you know, played D1 or anything, but <laughs> I didn't really want to go too far. I stayed in St. Louis. I went to Webster University. Um, but you can get scouted if you're really good. Yeah. I mean, noise can happen – early even middle school Um, something even since I was young that has kind of built up is club teams and AAU in basketball Um, so I mean I actually my well I won't say who but I know someone who Mm -hmm. is going into eighth grade and she's already getting um, wow sought after by division one schools that's she's she's very talented little girl so it really just depends on your level but if you're just a typical you know like I was just a decent high school athlete it, it usually gets pretty serious your junior year. Okay. And that's kind of the big year when when you commit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel that pressure of, like, did you know you wanted to go, do, like, play basketball yes. in college? Okay. That was the one thing I did know. Okay. Um, I was undecided even until my end of my sophomore year of college. I just had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to play. Um, I Yeah, there was pressure there, you know, but actually my junior year I – tore my ACL two weeks before season oh, started yeah no. like a week a week or two into season um so I kind of lost all that and from there it kind of turned into less I'm really stressed about where I'm going to go to college and more so like I got to get back so I can play my senior year so yeah. my experience was a little bit different in that way just because I got hurt and was out for six months yeah do you think that and that affected like your college like offers or? I mean I'm not going to say and be like, I was so good. I could have been D1. No, I think it did affect me a little bit in that I only played for three years in high school. So Mm. um, just not being out there, having my name out there, getting statistics. So you were out your whole junior season? Yeah, yeah, the whole year. Um, I had my sophomore year, I had talked to a couple schools. Um, I don't, I think one of them is a small, small D1 like you've never heard of. and a couple others but then that kind of stopped after I got hurt so yeah yeah was it was that like scary for you getting hurt because I you know you hear all those athlete stories where senior year they get injured and they can't it's horrible yeah horrible um happened (laughs) honestly weird story um within 12 months me and both my sisters and my dog we all tore ACLs within 12 months of each other and dog yeah I yeah. mean, like, you know, siblings is one thing. but Yeah, and, and yeah that, was, that was like the cherry on the cake. Like, really? We can't get away from this? Uh, yeah, but my oldest sister did it in college. My other sister, who's also older than me, she did it her senior year, oh. second game of the season. So, and, you know, we went through a thing. At, I went to Oakville High School. Um, we went through a thing where I think we had like eight ACL tears throughout <gasps> my time there. So it was definitely – a fear we all had yeah and when I went down I can't I just knew it yeah you know? so I think injury everybody's afraid everybody's yeah. afraid to get injured um did you ever have a doubt that you would stop playing no after okay no because and I, and the positive in seeing so many people get injured is that I've seen so many people come back so okay. I knew it's gonna be tough but you yeah. can come back from it 
Yeah. Um, as far as like confidence and like coming back your senior year, did that like did the injury affect like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be as good. And I know you weren't necessarily going in competitively to be like, I need to, you know, rank D1 and get right. like, the scholarship. But like it's still you still wanted to play at the yeah. next level. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was scary. And, you know, you I acted like the toughest person out there. But <laughs> I still remember my first game back was um in a summer league with my AAU team and I was terrified yeah and you try not to be terrified but I and I always tell everybody else this after you get hurt just that first fall Mm -hmm. you have your first fall you realize you're fine and it's good and I had my first fall and my heart dropped out of me Mm -hmm. and then I was fine yeah Um, so once that happened you know I was just got my confidence back and like my doctor said you know you're good as new don't act like you're hurt because you're not anymore that's yeah I mean luckily I've never torn my ACL but I I mean in college like I saw so many people we had I mean first semester of freshman year there were already three athletes who got like signed or recruited mm-hmm. all had ACL tears. were they all females Mm-mm. really it it's a really mix. I know it's a, a really common yeah. injury in in women I don't yeah. know the science behind it but yeah yeah probably really the common. way like you run or you know, yeah something. the way our bodies are something yeah. with our hips I don't yeah. know what well, I used to read about it when it happened but yeah, yeah. no it, there was at least one guy and I think mm-hmm. two girls that yeah. and I was like whoa it's, it's heartbreaking I think some of them <laughs> were over the summer mm-hmm. and like one of them that I knew was a basketball player yeah and she's still going through the surgery aspect yeah of, it's like, terrible my mom even tore hers too oh yeah yeah oh. but she didn't get it fixed oh yeah okay yeah um when it came to like so you didn't have like the family pressure and outside pressure of like you need to play and something that I like to think is like the the mindset behind like wanting to do something versus needing to do something Mm -hmm. like I I use this example uh in another episode but it's like you are going to take out the trash for your parents like take the trash cans down the driveway you're so excited you're like I'm gonna do it on my own (laughs) five minutes or you know five seconds before you can actually go out and do it they're like oh don't forget to take out the trash and you're Mm -hmm. like now I feel like I have to and I don't want to do it yeah um and so I think too also passion for like a sport or something really Mm -hmm. drives the want and that excitement how did you know like basketball was something that you wanted to pursue beyond like you know just liking it I think the word passion is really you hit the nail on the head with that um it drives everything and for me I knew it was really a passion when it was literally all I thought about, you yeah. know. Um, like dreamt about it? Oh, yeah. I honestly, after my last game, my senior year of college, um, which was, I don't even know, 12, 11, 10 years ago, I still have dreams that I'm back on my team. Like yeah. there was a bend in the rules and I get another season. Like it happens to me all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's still a passion and I just take that passion as yeah. a, well, I'm no longer coaching, but, um, <gasps> wait, what? Oh yeah. Drop the bomb. Um, if you don't know, I had a baby and yeah, yeah I decided to take a back seat for a while okay. so that I can go well, home and spend time with him. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But like it's, wow. Yeah. I cried about it. You yeah. know, it's very upsetting, but it, and that's why I know it's still a passion for me because yeah. I'm so upset to not you be able go to back. coach. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. And that's the plan. I will eventually like, go back. I'll coach my child too. Like we're just going to. That's play. what my husband and I are like, who's going to coach? He's like, you can. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like, yeah, because literally your pattern from like six years old and then played it and then played it like in college and mm-hmm. then coached after yeah. like. How soon did you start coaching after you graduated college? Oh, um, I was actually. I was coaching as soon as I graduated. Okay. 
Um, I went an extra semester, so there was that awkward semester that I didn't have a teaching job yet and was just kind of subbing. I was helping out because my sister was a coach, so I was helping out there. And then immediately when I got my first job, I started coaching. So I've been coaching for seven years. Wow. Um, Yeah. When it comes to – I think there's a lot of, like, misconceptions, but also, like, truth to, like, the physical – appearance for people who are in any sports of like you have to do this you have to look like this and like I mean be in shape is kind of a commonality between Mm -hmm. all sports but like was that like something that you saw in like sports of like you know people because you know basketball players are typically taller because you have Mm -hmm. to you know get to the hoop somehow right um and you're you even mentioned you're like I was the short one so of Mm -hmm. course I wasn't you know dunking every every point I'm doing that (laughs) yeah and so I think like was it hard being like shorter on the team and you know being that different not does that make sense yeah not kind of being the outlier yeah I think is what you might be getting at or being the different one I think with girls it's it's different it's different than with guys I will absolutely say men's and women's programs our bodies are different you know men grow a lot in college whereas girls are pretty much done by the end of high school um you're like women are literally growing to have babies like your body's preparing to have right right so we're just different so in terms of like a certain body type none of that really matters I mean obviously you want to be in shape and you want to be strong right um but I mean being short sure it presents challenges but it doesn't mean anything you can still go out there and compete compete you know with everybody else it just means your attitude's a little bit more important maybe I see sometimes I guess this could be in I don't know if it's in basketball but like in college especially you see like cheerleaders and dance team like if you're quote-unquote out of shape and not really you know out of shape right they'll just like cut you and they'll like tear you down and Mm -hmm. teammates will be like oh you know you could be you know tinier and I think with social media nowadays you see these teeny tiny little people and like that might just be what's naturally like their body type, <laughs> naturally their body type versus like your body wasn't built like that. You know, right. you can't change your rib cage right. size. You can't change how long your arms are. Like yeah. you can get fit, but you can't change. Right. What, certain what things. Given. Right. Yeah. Do you think there were like comparisons like that when, um, I mean, I know it's changed too. Yeah. Social media so been- <laughs> I didn't get a cell phone until I was a sophomore in high school. So it's definitely different and I honestly or something that you see from like the girls that you coached yeah I was just gonna say it's 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 hard now it's hard to be a teenager now um and even a college student now because all of these things follow you right um so I do I mean in in athletes I've had in the past there's definite comparisons and worrying about what people think and I think in the basketball world at least in my experience it's less about body image at least in basketball and more about just like what do people think of me and do I look cool and do people like me um because I coach a a lower level I don't coach varsity um so and at that level it's a lot more about having fun and just kind of learning and being a part of a team but yeah I think what I've seen that is a challenge is them trying to fit in and have a place and all of that for them starts with social media yeah Instead yeah. of it being starting in the gym or in front right. of each other, which is what most people are used to, right. it kind of all starts at, at your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think my point to that was just um, like how social media, like sports watch your your how in shape you are. Yeah. And um, I mean, that can be a lot of pressure. If someone yeah. like watched you, like, you know, what you ate or like said, like, here's 
here's what you can eat here's what you can't yeah. eat this and is how much you have to work out like I think that's something and again I, I wasn't a division one athlete but at that level that's yeah. where you're really going to see a lot more you have a nutritionist do you have this you have yeah. that I mean we had we had obviously a trainer and we right. had um a strength and conditioning coach right. but it was more so like hey I'm here what yeah. do you need as opposed to yeah. You you need to be Five on this diet. Five gallons of water a day. Yeah. yeah. I actually have um, a former student, I think she's your age, who played soccer at the Division One level, and she was told, um, with all the other freshmen, she got put into the category of needing to lose weight. And this girl did not need to lose no. any weight. Um, so there's definite, at those higher levels, yeah. there's a lot oh, of pressure Oh, I have so there. many issues with, like, over, like quote-unquote, what oversized supermodel mm-hmm. is. Like, mm-hmm. they're still smalls. Like, it's and disgusting. And it crushes girls' dreams and their views on each other. And, yeah. it, I mean, size doesn't even matter. No, it really doesn't. And I, I have a lot of opinions yes. on this. But you're right. I, it, we have such unrealistic expectations yeah. of girls. And obviously we're all aware of it but yeah. when's it gonna stop you know, know that's what social media we were talking earlier about how we don't have tiktoks <laughs> um that's just something i can't i mean instagram yeah. is bad enough when yeah. you scroll through and you see these people and you compare yourself and even i do it and i know yeah. oh my gosh spring break week oh, is miserable i'm sure <laughs> yeah and it's not even that like I don't know. It's back and forth now for me because I'm like, I'm so happy that these girls are so mm-hmm. confident to post photos like that. But yeah. at the same time, I know that they're being torn down by some mm-hmm. people and then other people are crying, wishing that they looked like those girls. Right. And I'm like, there's no in between. It's and just- I, I think you bring up the good point and I stand by it. You do what you want to do. Right. I am not a... <laughs> Not a person who's going to tell you how to live your life, no. what you should and shouldn't do. If you're confident, good right. for you. And right. th- and that's what's important. And I wish that's what social media cultivated. I and I think there's a lot of pushback. A yeah. lot of people are trying to kind of raise awareness and right. stop the body shaming. Right. Um, I just hate the labeling then. Yeah. It's like we're going to make it better, but we're going to label them still. Right. And it's like, why is there a difference? Why can't exactly. we all be humans? Like, exactly. Wh- how popular was social media when you were in college? <laughs> so... I'm going to age myself here. Um, well, I'll just say I graduated high school in 2009. Um, you look so young, though. Like, <laughs> you age very well. Well, thank you. Um, but, yeah, Facebook okay. started kind of like it was like really coming around when I was in middle school. It took off when I was in high school. Like, this was back when, I don't even know if you know this, you, <laughs> it was a college media site, and you had, the only way you could I've get a that. Facebook was if a college student with a college yeah. email address invited you. Someone told me that. So we're all trying to, like, get our older siblings and, yeah. and cousins to get us, um, yeah. to give us invites. So it really, my high school career kind of started when Facebook took off. Okay. Um. And other than that, Twitter yeah. Twitter started to become popular in college for okay. me, and then that was it in terms of what I used. I yeah. wasn't I was kind of too young for MySpace. That's going way back. Um, but yeah, it was really just the Facebook era where it really got popular, yeah. and Twitter when I was in college. But I didn't yeah. have a smartphone <laughs> until junior year of college, yeah. so I really wasn't even a part of that until later. Yeah. Going back to, like, your experience as a player, what would you say was the biggest difference between high school and college? Um, biggest differences. Because I, I feel like high school and D3 are, are similar in the competitiveness. Um, I mean, I think the competition's better, obviously, okay. at yeah. the college level. And, and I obviously didn't play D2 or D3, or D1, I mean, but 
expectations, I think, is okay. where where the differences really lie. Um, you know, when you're in high school, you're doing it because you want to be with your friends. or yeah. and, then, and there's always a few outliers who are doing it because they want to get to that next level yeah. because they, you know, want to be an elite athlete. When you're in college um, – everybody's choosing to be there whether it's d3 d2 d1 you're choosing to commit to this so it changes in that your your coaches can expect more out of you because you don't have to be here yeah um and at the d3 level you can't get scholarships but Mm -hmm. i mean they you can get help you know they they call them academic scholarships but you know your coach probably helped you get that or whatever it might be but they're not actually um, scholarships for sports yeah. uh, at the D3 level. But but the expectations where I played were still high. I mean, we my first day of college started with a 6.30 or 7 a.m. Oh, workout yeah. three yeah. days a week. Um, and then the expectations just yeah. grow at each at each level you're at. Yeah. So that was our off-season. We didn't really have an off-season, you yeah. know. we Our basketball is a very, very long season, even in high school. It's about yeah. four months in high school, and it's even longer in college. And yeah when it ends you you start your fall leagues and you do your summer leagues and yeah yeah so it's yeah. just the expectations are greater because you're choosing to be there yeah that's a that's a good like perspective too like it is the difference you literally signed up to yeah. you know be there in college to play uh-huh. and you know you might have taken someone else's spot who wasn't as serious exactly. or you know and like it's a little bit more skill-based but in high yes. school it's like you could just play yeah in high school I mean school's still cut people yeah. cut you oh, yeah. um not every school in high school some right. some coaches have a no cut policy so and at that level I mean even as a coach I'll keep you mm-hmm. regardless of your skill level I'll be honest with you like hey you're not gonna get too much time or whatever but if you want to be there yeah be there you know it's, it's high school it's about experience at yeah. that point it's not about being some elite athlete and yeah. shoving it down your throat yeah uh, and it yeah I mean the commitment too it's like mm-hmm. you have to be driven you have to be passionate because I was a photo like and video um person Mm -hmm. for our college men's lacrosse team and like 6 a.m lifts and i would go there and i'd be like i'm they're like how are you how is it how are you (laughs) like i'm just here like thank goodness i don't have to be lifting with them yeah it's it's def it takes it takes a special person i've known a lot of people who've quit you know they just couldn't handle it because you've got your full course load and you're still expected to be a student you're they're called student athletes you know you're a student first yeah um that perspective probably changes at the higher levels but but yeah I mean it's it's a huge huge commitment and and someday and you miss out honestly you do you miss out on a lot of things you know um something that I think of right off the bat is and I think my coach did this on purpose (laughs) but New Year's Eve I couldn't Uh, even hardly I mean I would stay up to midnight to celebrate the new year but I'd have practice at 7 a.m the next day so I'm not gonna go hang out at a party with my friends because I'm gonna be miserable the next day right I think there was like no leave over spring break Mm -hmm. or something like there and I forget if it was high it might have been high school or college but anyone in sports couldn't leave for spring break yeah, yeah, I, and and they had practice every day, so like right. they would know if you were gone. Basketball was over at that point, so we yeah. I never really had. To, I mean, but at the Division One level, you like you don't yeah. leave. You don't. A no. lot of people don't go home for Christmas. Right. They don't go home for whatever so or, you know whatever holiday they have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a higher expectation there, and I have the utmost respect for student athletes, especially oh, yeah. in college, because. You are, Their I'm sorry, are but you're, so seriously yeah, too. and you're doing a lot more than, yeah. than just the kid who's there for school, which that kid's working very hard, right? 
but they're not having practice every single day and they don't three hours they don't leave on a bus for a three-hour trip to a game and get home at one o'clock in the morning and and still manage that course load so in high school they're I mean, what? How long is like the longest bus ride? Um, I mean, most of our games are pretty close. It, the longest bus ride to school might be, and it just depends because right. scheduling. Right. Forty minutes might be the long. That'd be a long right. trip. Yeah. That'd be a long trip. But that's but still like if your game ends at seven yeah. or eight, and then you've packed up, you're not right. home till like nine. And and some schools in high school say everybody rides the bus home. You know, we yeah. we let kids, the parents can sign them out and leave. Yeah. You know, if you have homework or whatever. But yeah, if, if it's a late night like that, I mean, there are nights when you don't get home till nine or 10 o'clock yeah. because we have freshman, sophomore or freshman JV yeah. and varsity and yeah. you got to stay from all. We only went on two trips and then COVID hit for mm-hmm. lacrosse, but one of them, we got home at 630 a.m. Oh my gosh. And it was a.m. Why didn't you guys just spend the night? Well, we we had to leave right after the game. Oh my gosh. And the game was... I don't know what it was, but we came from North Carolina. So it was like 13 hours. Yeah, That's wild. We had a, I think we had like a little delay of like maybe 40 minutes to an hour. We were supposed to get home at like 530, which I I had class luckily only at 11. So I was like, I'm going to go to bed at 630 a.m. Get up at like 10. But it, and. And that's honestly the life of a student athlete. That's that's how it is. It's it's insane. Mm -hmm. As far as, I guess last question before we wrap up. What would you say to either yourself or any of your, you know, past students that you've coached in basketball? What's like the biggest tip as far as preparing for college? Preparing for college as an athlete or just in general? Going in from like, you know, whatever sport you're playing. But in your case, you know, from high school basketball to college basketball. Yeah. Um, Well, first thing I would say is every cliche you hear is true. (laughs) Um, The time really does fly by. And... um, you're not going to know what hit you when you're standing there for your final game. So you don't want to take it for granted. It's such a cliche, but it's totally true. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, looking back, you know, I had regrets. Everybody has regrets. Like, you you could have done more, you know. So yeah. just thinking about your day-to-day. Don't wish your season away. Like, think about the day-to-day and how – where can you put in work? And, and yeah. put in more work where you can because – Yes, you're there for school, but you're there to play it. And, yeah. and you can learn. You can take class your whole life. You cannot play at that level yeah. except for those four years. I yeah. mean, there's there are some very, that come back for five. but Yeah, that's true, especially <laughs> with COVID, all these kids getting an extra year. Yeah. I would have loved that. But, um, yeah, I mean, such a low percentage of, of kids are going right. to the professional level. That's all you get. And, I mean, just looking back, I think about, oh, I, I'm too tired. I'm going to go take a nap or I, I should have gone to the gym. I should have shot around, have a little more fun and just, just don't take it for granted. And I hate that that's my advice because it's such a cliched (laughs) response, but it's, it's so true. Just put in the work where you can and don't look at it negatively because not everything's negative. Does it, does it suck to get up at 6am for a workout? Yeah. When that workout's over, you got better that day. Yeah. Um, you know, does it suck to miss out on the party or, you know, some I've missed classes for for thing for games and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's hard, but it's so worth it. And you just yeah. don't want to walk away thinking, "Why didn't I do more? Yeah, why didn't I try harder? Right. 
so yeah no I love that and even like bad days right because I'm yeah. sure you had plenty of bad days where like I'm gonna quit like this is ridiculous yeah. like no I never know. I never thought I would quit but there are people right yeah who right and especially that happens with practice people oh. I love practice I know that is such an unpopular <laughs> opinion but people hate practice that's yeah. where you get better so yeah. don't don't go into those things negative like think about okay I'm here what can I do to get better today yeah well there was a there was an Instagram post and it was like okay so you have the numbers I'm gonna botch the numbers but Mm -hmm. say you know you had a hundred dollars and someone ran up and took five cents I don't know how they you know they got the change they took five cents from you are you gonna actually throw away the rest of the money no and then exactly the thing was it was it was how many seconds or minutes were uh-huh. in a day. And I know was, where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, no, you're not going to spend all your time thinking about this and ruin your whole day just because right. it was a little portion of it. Yeah, you're going to bounce back. Yeah. And that's that's so true from a game perspective. When you're in a game, like you might have a terrible first quarter, but yeah. you've got three more quarters. Oh, the things they always say, it's like just one point at a time. Exactly. And, you, and then you just start building it up. And it's like if you focus on, oh, my gosh, we're going to lose. So it's like, yeah, yeah. If you have that mentality, that you're ne- going to lose. You've got to have that next play mentality. You're yeah. going to mess up. Yeah. But there's always another play until yeah. the buzzer goes off. So have that next play mentality. Yeah. That's great. And as advice. long as you, I know it's super, it's you know another cliche, but like as long as you try your best and yeah. you're putting it all out there, yeah, on the field, on the court, wherever it is, like you're gonna end the game knowing that you you did yeah. your best. You don't want to walk away thinking why didn't why didn't yeah. I try harder? I was right. in a bad mood. Why did right. I? Yeah, you just right. want to walk away knowing that yeah you had the right attitude and you did what you could. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is fun. Thank you for coming and thank you guys for listening.